Welcome to the Initiative Podcast. Uh, today we have Peter Hostrauser, um, the passion igniter of many and many more to come. Today we started off talking about finding people's interests and kind of the opportunities that we don't see but are there. And they just, the conversation expanded way past that. So please enjoy that. And uh, welcome Peter Hostrauser to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Does TikTok, does, does he have a deal with him? Does he have a deal with people like post, 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 post? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like being a spokesperson I mean, for, you know, that I'm, I'm questioning it because it's starting to bubble up. Because I'll be honest with you, yeah. like the routes that I'm working on to gain customers, it's not always through social media. Like I'm having like face-to-face conversations. Yeah. I'm connecting with people, uh-huh. but it's through podcasting. It's through like going like when I was at South by Southwest. Yeah. That those are the things. So, what I think yeah. is like, I mean, don't get you, me wrong. If, yeah. if you want to get a quick following, he's saying yeah. go go on TikTok because yeah. like that's you know it's like if you were a photographer right seven years ago right 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 you go on instagram you post one artsy photo they put you on the one of the nine pictures on yeah. that discover page and right, then right. you get famous right, it's that right. easy but it's flooded already like tiktok's already got the 30 but 40, there's, 50 there's still way more yeah. there's still way more like it's so hot right now yeah that there's more people looking for content than there is content supply how do you monetize it though that's my question i don't know same way you monetize instagram it'll it'll just work itself out i think but like yeah. Because right now, I'll, I'll tell you what, like most of my stuff mm-hmm. that I get is through Facebook still, because that's where... But you're still marketing. Your audience is not on TikTok. They're getting there already, though. They're getting there faster. It's I mean, weird. You should. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. his, what he would tell you is like, one, if anything, I would bet he's an investor. Yeah, Maybe that's what Only I'm thinking. because yeah. he thought it was good. Right. So, and he's pushing it for legacy. Not, right. You know, mm-hmm. he invested in a lot of things and never talked about them. Right, so, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at uh, LinkedIn and, and such right now because that's where our next clientele is coming from. It's the, it's the students who are in college, dropping out of college, or graduating college and still not having the skill sets like you have, right? Like, so you still... Right, dude, that's why I yeah. texted you today and yeah. said, just keep giving kids experiences. That's so hard to do because when... And I appreciate that. You're right because I'm co- I'm constantly just gonna and I just had this conversation with my wife. Just open the door, and here your path, but you have to walk through it. I literally told a kid this today. I was like, "There's one thing you have well, yeah, to do. What you can't do yeah. is make them yeah the opportunity. right right." But like, I I could have easily said no to the first opportunity you gave me, and yeah. none of this happens. Right, like right. that's how that's how right. crucial that moment was when you're right. like, "Okay, great, I have a free job for you." Yeah. Yeah, that moment right there. That's what I want. Like, and, and again, I, I think the burnout gets when you know it's not like I'm selling vacuum cleaners door to door here. You know, like uh, they all suck, mm-hmm. uh, pun intended. But the <laughs> thing that uh, the thing that I'm I'm doing is, it, I have a lottery ticket. All you have to do is take it to the counter and cash it in. Like yeah. that's all you have but to do. But what cashing in in is like working your ass off for a lot of years, right? And like failing right. and like burning out a couple times, right? But like, see, everybody's waiting for not everybody's waiting for. But people don't realize that these doors opening are their shot. You know, that's your shot. Like you have a shot. You mm-hmm. took the shot. 
right? I did. And it I was like, hey, we have this. And you can miss shots. Like, you can not walk through doors. I didn't, you know. But, I mean, that's the most, that's the hardest thing to do when you're working with clientele who don't want to take the shot. And to me, you start looking at your 80-20, right? You're like, where am I going to get the 80? And then I think that's the hardest part for a teacher or anybody in education who is looking down authentic education. Because you see it so many times, you're like, here's the door, man, here it is. I got it for you, I'll help you, uh, you know, I'll guide you, I'll whatever, but you gotta come in. Well, and then they don't do it, and then more people don't do it, and they don't do it because the system, mm-hmm. when they walk through that front door, they think this whole thing is a joke. Well, okay, so. Yeah. The, you're in a, the system is set up so that the outliers, in terms of teachers, right. Are the ones who really care about their kids outside yeah. of school right 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 yeah like you do yeah that's you're an outlier yeah like you're you're not necessarily your talent isn't necessarily teaching it's like igniting passion right in people who you mentor yeah so yeah. like if I think this is the stuff like when you you and when you were doing all those podcasts or interviews with people mm-hmm. um, just still on for just rough, one coming up yeah we'll right so like, solid on it but you always ask like what would your ideal school be and it's always like it's always more towards where where the outliers of traditional yeah. teaching right. are the normal in right. those buildings yeah, you know? yeah yeah like that would be it for me if you could get a bunch of ki- teachers who know how to set kids up just put the ball on the tee just tell them to swing it's interesting um, along with that it's it's you're 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 hitting it right on the nose because what I did for my one of my computer science discoveries courses, which I computer apps for over mm-hmm. at OP, um, I did the portfolio. Like you create a portfolio, and I gave them a way to do it and what the steps to put into their portfolio online. Right. Um, I'm getting them above and beyond the resume, the paper. Now they have to show. So you already have value. You have a podcast. You have all. You have a blog. You you now even even beyond technology, you have a you have a, a documentary coming out. You have yeah. sold tickets. You have yeah. one of the most famous theaters in the Chicagoland area. You have that Whoa. right. So that's right. under your belt. Yeah. So that's not just technology. And what these kids think of technology, you have to have a podcast. You have a no man like you're doing it you just have to like do something so what what I was getting to though is with that is yes so and I just put this out on my Instagram today students were calculating the grade right how how little can I get on this project and get the A or whatever and I'm talking to students like today while they're finishing up this final project I'm like guys you gotta understand this isn't for me this isn't for the school. This is like the start of your whole life. Like the this resume. is what you can, the online portfolio, uh-huh. right? The value-based portfolio. We did some CAD drawing on Tinkercad and played around with it. And most of the kids have never done anything like that, right? There's some young freshmen, sophomores in there. And I'm like, you designed a classroom on a computer-aided design software. And you took a picture of it and you put it on your portfolio. I'm not saying you're going to be the best interior designer. I'm not going to say you're going to be an IT or anything like that. What I'm saying is now you have something to show for value. And most kids at the bottom, I was like, on, on, the, on the rubric, I was like, 
show your value, find a way to show your value. And they would get to it and they're like, I don't, I don't know what this means. I'm like, look at your Tinkercad picture. Oh yeah. Did you describe it? Yes. What did, did you describe how you learned? Yeah. You just showed value. Mm-hmm. And then it starts like some of them get it, but some of them are just like, well, so what did I get on this? <laughs> well, yeah, because that's and I'm like, yeah. I don't give it. I don't give a crap. Like, here's an A. I don't care. You've like, always, what yeah. what I want you to do is to understand to build on this. So when I went through and graded them, we do it on Power School. Every single student, I left them a message, and I was like, okay, if you miss something, check out the rubric, whatever. Took a couple points off. I don't care. If you want to redo it, I'll give you full credit. I don't care. Mm. But my point is, I hope, and I put this on every one of them, I hope that you actually take this portfolio and continue to understand that every piece of your education, whether you like it or not, you can pull a piece of value and put it on this thing. And now you're putting yourself above and beyond other people and you're opening more doors. Instead of just walking around in the hallway like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, that portfolio could open up five, six doors for you of opportunity. What if you had like a school where you were like surrounded by teachers like that and mm-hmm. like the kids wanted to be there for that reason? Aren't you creating that? <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, well, I'm I mean, creating courses. The courses and things like, like that, yeah. Um, you, I'm talking about yeah, a, a, yeah. a building, right, a right. physical place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what, I mean, what, I th- wasn't that on your like agenda? It is, it is, and it's you know I have to be patient with that because that's there's a lot of investment and that's something that I personally can't own. I, what I'm learning actually this year, which is interesting because you saw me when I was in school at Oak Park, I was very impatient. Like I'm like, let's get this shit done. Like yeah. this is stupid. We need to change it now. And what I realize is a couple of things. First, I'm working on a huge project out in DuPage called Connect DuPage, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the stakeholders told me, um, she was like, you have to understand that, yes, you are going to lead this up, but this thing isn't your baby. This is something that you're going to have to delegate and people are going to have to buy in and be a part of to build. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm learning how to do right now. And I'm humble enough to say that I don't know, like I'm learning how to delegate and learning how to. Dude, yeah. So, and that's, you're doing the same thing with the the Lake Theater and everything. Yeah. The thing I'm learning is like, I did get help on this, like yeah. and like, I like giving someone else part of the credit. Like, mm-hmm. is something I never thought I would like have a even like a smidge of hesitation with. Right. But like, it's right. just like oh, like thinking, like, am I the in, am I the sole owner of this this mm-hmm. thing, or right. is like is like you know Ava helps me out. So like, how yeah. much of the credit does Ava get? You know, right. like how right. much do I get? Like, right. not that that stuff matters really. Like, it's mm-hmm. all it's. Every I own everything technically because yeah. I put all the money in, but like, right, right. It's just like, like learn, like learning to let go of your ego and just like, it's very hard to do. Letting if people, you're, if you're doing it to this age, Jake. When I had my business uh, in video production way back in the day in the '90s, I made the mistake of always reminding my partner that I had more invested. It was the worst uh-huh. mistake I ever made yeah. because he brought a certain skill set in that I needed. Yeah. And then when we broke it off, and it really wasn't, there was a whole other bunch of things yeah, in it. Yeah. But um, when I when I reflect on that, that's something that I made a mistake. He always, I always somehow let him know that I had 70, 80% of the finances in it. And that just was just like, he was like, well, screw this, man. Like, you own it, so. Yeah. And then, you know, there were other factors to it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that's yeah. one of the biggest misconceptions that, you know, if I was a critique of, of, of Gary Vee, um, I think one of the things that I would critique is beyond um, who's his video guy, uh, his big video guy. Um, yeah, D-Rod. Like, he, and maybe he does, because um, I don't follow him religiously. I mean, I see his stuff here and there, mostly on TikTok now, which is funny. We had that conversation. Uh -huh. But... Um, He's extremely humble, but I don't think he does a great job communicating what we just talked about there. Yeah, there's he's got a full thing of it, and and that's great, but mm -hmm. you know, but I think that's that's the piece that actually I know where I'm at right now. The reason I'm there is because I need to learn how to delegate. I need, I need to learn how to lead, and it's mm -hmm. been a bumpy road, and it's been very hard. Yeah, but that's the value I'm taking out of it. Dude, my, my thing is, like, for some reason, like, I get into fight or flight, like, yeah. I'm going to die when mm -hmm. I think something's going wrong with my business. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, because everything's happening to me for the first time. Right, right. So, like, it's, and I just happen to get stressed. Maybe it's because I'm working so much or, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm, it's natural. I think I'm ahead of my time. Yeah. Not, like. Not like I'm like a not saying I'm like a generational talent like mm -hmm. like in that way I just mean like I'm doing things that I should be doing in five years uh, maybe even ten bro maybe, so, I don't know I mean yeah. I'll be honest you're like an, an eighteen year old who is selling out yeah, yeah I don't know like you know when you look at that and and somebody who like is is driving into to do something right I mean dude I mean that's that's I've never sold out a theater. I'm just trying to think. Like, yeah, well, you know, like, so, but have I you would tried never, You know, the hardest part. No, I haven't actually. But like, you know, the hardest part is is not trying to count the costs. You know, like ET says that uh, Matt, uh, uh, Thomas uh, Eric Thomas, right? Don't count the cost. So don't constantly try to keep score. But it's natural for us to do that because what we've do you done mean, it like, all. Like with so like, like who's more? No, invested? like you're putting numeric data on your your accomplishes accomplishments mm -hmm. right let I'm me do that me. let other people do that no, because do that. you know I'm, like I'm, mentally for me yeah. the only thing is how many people can i bring together yeah i don't yeah. care how much money this makes mm -hmm. at all like to me like i'm already like so comfortable i have such a good relationship with money yeah and yeah, maybe yeah. it's because i have way more than i need like right, right. coming in every month yeah, like yeah. and i have no bills to pay at all right so like to me, it's kind of I might as well be a million. That's a, that's an you know? interesting topic because when you when you were saying about you know the hunter gatherer and, and how like money comes in because where we get to when we're working for somebody else and you know somebody else is feeding us, um, what happens is a lot of us we get to a point where okay we're making X amount constantly and then we have to learn, live alert a, a certain lifestyle and if if people are going to start making that change. Mm -hmm to living to do something that they love, there's going to be a dent right away in the, you know, um, in their in their income, right? And some people are not willing to take that dip because they don't want other people seeing mm -hmm. that, oh, well, they had to move into a smaller house or, or they had to sell a car or something like that, you know, so. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't care, like, personally, mm -hmm. like, I want to get a Tesla, but that's because, like, I. I care about the environment and mm -hmm. like 
or I think the environment is becoming like a lot more important. Yeah. And like I feel like that's a way I just I think Elon Musk is a badass. Also, I want to <laughs> invest in Elon because I think he's going to save the world. And I think Teslas are cool. Yeah, right. Not because I care about what yeah. anyone else thinks. Right, right, right. Also, I think the other half of that equation is people get scared to show other people that they're downgrading. Yeah, right. Or also and mm-hmm. they're they don't want it's relative happiness they don't want to like yeah it's golden they don't want to like you don't when you when you fly in first class all the time and then mm-hmm. you go back to the regular yeah. class and or economy or whatever right then right. it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable it's you're less happy it's a zero-sum game you have to give up something to get something sometimes you have to spend money to make more money the interesting thing about that is you know i've seen so many teachers even at op who actually there was an email and i won't say who it came from but he was like I've held quiet this whole time because I have golden handcuffs on because I make a lot of money and I didn't want to rock the boat. I think I know who you're talking about. You know, so, but the point is, is, but the point is, is it's like, um, it's, would you, would you rather like live in the big house and be unhappy or would you rather like do the right thing? Dude, I you care know. so much more about how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so the the crazy thing about you though, and I'll I'll be honest, like I'm a little jealous because I wish I had your mindset when I was your age. I mean, it took me a long time to do that, and there were certain yeah. things that certain decisions I made. Now I'm not gonna regress and go back, but that's why I love it that you know you're just harnessing your energy and you're understanding these pieces of life that are authentic rather than exactly. these fake facades that everybody else is running through. Yeah. And the hardest part though, and again, just like any teacher that's opening doors is when you see people who don't get it and you really want them to get it. That's well, that's like something I struggle with too. Yeah, when I that's see that saying. in other yeah. people, right. like I, like people I, I talk to all the time, like mm-hmm. are getting in their own way. They don't even know it though. And I'm just like, and what do I know? I'm an 18 year old who lives with his parents. And like, right. speaking of which, that brings me to another topic I want to sure. sort around too. Let's but, roll. <laughs> but like, the, my point, I just want to finish yeah. that point is like, everyone's problem, you can't make everyone's happiness your problem sometimes. It's good. Yeah, there, right. There's a few people that deserve that from you, that right. resource. Right, right. But like, yeah. you can't. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you can't. Because then you're going to suffer. Right. And like, there's a fine line. I think that's why people are leaving the teaching profession. Well, imagine, this is what I'm saying. Imagine you had a building where all the kids rewarded you with their ears. Yeah. I I mean, and didn't leave their ass and talk shit about you. I don't care about that. Because you're out of the box. But like, imagine that. You don't care that they talk shit about you, but you care when they actually engage and listen to what you're saying and take the opportunity to provide. Yeah. So Absolutely. like it's not yeah. like you're losing anything, but you'd right. be gaining a lot more. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like fulfillment. It's coming. I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm coming. just saying like that. I mean, when like you the, hit, yeah. that's like yeah, that's the golden egg right there. Yeah, I mean, know? that's my New York Jets to Gary Vee. I mean, honestly, oh, that's man. that's that's what I'm working on with a couple of other professionals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're 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 working on that, the hallway. You know, how to open doors and, and to teach people that. Right, and we're starting with college level. I should say I wouldn't say level, but age range. 
uh, of people. So when people start getting confused and they, they're like, the answers are supposed to be here, but they're not. Well, part of the problem is they may not know how to network. They may not know how to shake somebody's hand. They don't know how to send a thank you note, you know, yeah. pay taxes or, or anything like that. They've never been taught or they never listened or they missed some things along the way because they were in the tunnel of, I need to get a 4.0 or I need to get uh, this on my test score. I need to get this in the class. And they're, they're, they're tunnel vision. Like they're, yeah. people don't, like kids don't have the ability to talk to adults. Some so do, like, but most don't. Most, right. right. Because, I mean, and most of their interactions are like not normal interactions with adults. Like sure, it's like yeah. a teacher-student interaction. Right. Or like a parent interaction, mm -hmm. which like I was fortunate to have parents who, you know, engage in real conversation with me. And like right. a lot of kids, it's like more of a... a I think that's a one of the worst things that a student can do is to go into a school and make the assumption that everybody wants them to go through this one route. Well, it's not even like... Because what happens like, when they do that, they just shut down. I, I don't think you know? kids have ever really... It's, it's never been like even at all normalized until like now, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like to... to to, to alternate that path for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. when I went into school, the only thing that was on the menu was going to college. Right, like, right, right, yeah. You had to go to a different restaurant to get, yeah, you right. know what I mean? But that's a great way to put it, yeah, I like that. What I wanna do, and what I'm trying to figure out how to do, is make content that exposes this to, to people. I just like, I'm having a hard time like finding an audience. Here's the crazy thing is, is A, you do have an audience that will be there and they're paying tickets to see what you've created. But by you actually creating and doing what you're mm -hmm. doing is getting the word out there. I don't know if you realize this, but for me, when I'm like working with like people, I bring up, I brought you up in front of that whole CS Discoveries class. I was like, guys, um, on January 5th, I'm going to sponsor and work with mm -hmm. Jake Fine who's 18 years old and sold out of theater and it, you couldn't hear a pin drop when I said that you, you could hear a pin drop when I said that in the classroom and I'm like what the f like are you kidding me I'm like no I don't dude it, you don't, you, I'm, they I'm don't I get shocked when I hear stuff like that yeah. because it's to me it was like so easy it is so easy all, you had, all yeah. I had to do was call <laughs> them and reserve the theater mm -hmm. and Put it out there, you know? It's easy for you because you figured out how to take the initiative. You figured out how to talk to adults. You figured out that you have value because you've created it. And by the way, like you have this thing. You've asked, there's so many steps that you've asked along the way. You, you worked with the school. You worked with the baseball team. You've worked with all these things. And mm -hmm. it, it, I don't want to take away from the value that you put into it. But the simple fact is you made a decision, several decisions, to build this thing mm -hmm. and you and your team have done this mm -hmm. and what happens is you didn't really stop and ask a teacher can I do this you were like I'm gonna try this because there's there's a different level that you're on 
that you're, we're trying to get. You and I are actually doing pretty close to the same thing. We're trying to get people to see that they do have value, that you yeah. can do some crazy the, awesome things. The only reason I make content is on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The documentaries, that's like my happy place, right? right? right. The reason I make YouTube videos is is to show what I'm doing to mm-hmm. show other people that they can do stuff. Right. And it, yeah. and it's in as long if you get creative, all the, there's unlimited options mm-hmm. and unlimited combinations of all those options. Yeah. Like I'm trying to make this t- 10 years ago, mm-hmm. Casey Neistat could not have made 800 vlogs in a row. Mm-hmm. Even though that's what his skill set mm-hmm. allowed him to do. Right. So right. he would have had to Put his circle or his square peg into a round hole. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. be a filmmaker some other way. Yeah. But he was his combination of work ethic and ability to work on no sleep and mm-hmm. um, ability to just do something repetitive day in and day out and yeah. figure out different ways to make it the same the same thing interesting every day. Yeah. Every day. Right. Right. And to not wean off of that task. Yeah. I mean, like that would not have been possible for him to display those skills. Exactly. Yeah. Joe Rogan to make a podcast five days a week for I don't know how many years. Right. Right. Impossible ten years ago. Right. Everything like me. I don't know if I would have been able to make a documentary because I didn't have the access to the content that taught me how to do this on YouTube. Right. Right. You know. And People, so like yeah. you can literally do and learn whatever. Whatever I literally mean infinite possibilities. What you want to do. Right. Right. That's, that's that's the thing. Isn't that crazy? So I mean, if you just like yeah. open your eyes and look, you gotta around, show up. Like you gotta show up. And like and people care. Like like I have literally five mentors. Yeah. I have you, Danny, Professor Allen, my father. Um, and I have a therapist. Yeah. Which is awesome. All I mean, that's ways. that's yeah. your team. Like that's part of the team. Like you. But again, that's that's what we all say. And I've heard you say it's just surround. If dude, if you're not on with me see it like no disrespect but i'm just i can't have you anchoring my stuff down, and everyone right? has a everyone in my this sounds really narcissistic but like everyone in my life has a function in my life and i try to provide a, right. a value to them the people are going to think that that's narcissistic i just had this conversation with my wife on another topic is when people are like and you're you know she said something to somebody and they were like and you're happy with that when somebody says that and you're happy with that or why are you doing this Jake or something like that right that's actually them spilling out their insecurities mm-hmm. so you know are have there been time I'm like damn Jake should probably slow down I'm not sure what's going on yeah because it's the parent in me and that's that's a, we've been that we're ingrained in that when, every once actually, in a while huh? tell me when oh, I can't even think like I don't know. There's been it hasn't happened for a while, but like when you were like going 100 miles an hour, and I was like, when you were putting a lot of your vlogs out, and I'm like, man, he's he's gonna crash. Maybe you should. I did. And but you know what? I can't tell you that because that's you have to you you have to you have to go through that journey. But my point is, is like if I was like, yo, Jake, I don't know what you're doing. You you okay with what you're doing? Um, That's that would be me reflecting on. I'm just not confident in myself. You know what I'm saying? Like when somebody mm-hmm. says hates on you, all that haters are are basically all when whatever hate they put on you, they're just literally spilling out their cry for help because they're like, damn, he's really doing that. 
please teach me how to do it. That's all it is. I, but I just cannot relate to that line of thinking. No, you can't because you're, like I, you're, you're a fighter. You want to you wanna educate yourself. Yeah. You're curious. Yeah. You're curious, which is a huge aspect, a huge skill set. Being curious is like one of the biggest things that will take you many, many places. Because if you're not curious and you're sitting back and you're, well, the teacher didn't teach me. <laughs> you got teachers all over the place holding up the phone. You have web, you know, computers. I, yeah. you, have, you have teachers everywhere. I, I, you're just like waiting for the teacher to tell you what to do. I mean, in school, I, I did that because I didn't care about what those classes were. Exactly. But like in you're financial literacy, or yeah. uh, I'm sorry, accounting and investments, mm -hmm. I asked questions. Right, I, right. I cared, and I yeah. like, and I like did my own research. Right, right. And now, like, I'm already thinking about like real estate as another yeah way to grow my wealth. Because like, I don't know what happens when the market crashes and people don't have video money. Jack to Peter James, man. He's <laughs> into that. Yeah, yeah. He knows. He knows real estate. There's oh, a lot so of different. I mean, just like yeah. get property and yeah, get rental income. Right. Everyone needs a house all the time. I just showed a story of five guys from Philadelphia, and they were in pretty poor situations, uh, West Philly, and they were on the news, and it came across like my Facebook thing, right? Uh -huh. And here's what they did for two years straight. They had a couple of them were family, and then they had some friends. They had a group, five guys, and they were like, we need to save $50 a week for two years, right? Mm -hmm. And he made everybody sign the pack. They all came into this thing and they're all like, okay, so here's what we're going to do now. Where they all like, yeah, this is great. No, because sometimes they would have to push each other and say, hey, you know, we can do this. Let's keep going mm -hmm. two years. So without any interest on that, that's 60 grand. So, and I'm not even talking, I don't know if they invested in it in a, in a savings account, CD, who knows? So, Five. All the people 50 total, bucks, there was 60 grand. There's $60,000 after two years, and then they basically bought a home, and then they turned it into a rental property, right? Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. What they were saying, though, is the pay yourself first, right? So what you're saying about being consistent in anything that you do is actually a ginormous skill set as well, because what they were is consistent on this. Mm -hmm. 50 bucks a week, 52 weeks a year, times five, you know, times two. So what they did then is that you pay yourself first. And these guys were, not, they were living in shit. I mean, they were not making money. They didn't have, you know, a lot. I don't know if you've ever been to West Philly, been through there a couple of times. I don't know. From my white Indiana lens, it doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. So um, what they did is they paid themselves first and they even came on this new show and they're like, it doesn't matter. You could work at McDonald's and do this. It doesn't matter. If you really want to move, mm -hmm. you can do it. And that's their mindset. They were I just mean, it's like, true. It is true. It's that's what, the thing. It's, it, people, yeah. it's what you believe you can actually do. I mean, and because it's like, yeah, because the, the higher the belief meter, mm -hmm. the more you're going to dig to get what you want. Right. right. And like, like I said, infinite possibilities. So here's what I was telling the students. And I, I'm gonna like do my hands here, but I, I drew it. So I was like, okay, so they have this thing going, $50 a month. They're already into that habit. So boom, after two years, now you have a home over here. The $50 a month is still going. They're gonna buy another property with that because that's just that, and now they have some income here. They're gonna build income here. Mm -hmm. This one then is gonna go into two more. Yes. This one's gonna go into, now they it's have one, two, three, four yep. homes. 
and then it keeps going because the habits are there. Once the habits are set up or that mindset you're talking about. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm trying to do that with? I'm trying to get back into my fitness. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I'm back. You have a half marathon on your belt, man. I know, but like I didn't lose a pound. Yeah. That whole time. So, I was running like eight yeah. miles. Yeah. You know, a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not every day, but like there were days where I ran eight miles and then three days later yeah. I'd run five miles and then I'd have a track workout, and, you know. Right. And right. I stayed the same. Yeah. Because I ate like crap. Did you think you were going to lose a lot of weight in this half marathon? Um, or did you have any idea? I wanted to. I yeah. wanted to just like eat healthy and then like. Right. But that's I'm, that's not how I work. Yeah. So like if I don't have a set limit on stuff and, mm-hmm. and like uh, it just doesn't go well for me. Stick with Danny Cola, man. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Danny and I actually have very conflicting ideas on the, the oh, optimal yeah. human diet. Oh, yeah? Um, for me, it's like to me. And him and which, I should talk about Which, this. by the way, is very cool. Just that the fact that you, one of your mentors, mm-hmm. you don't totally agree on something. Well, I tried his method. Well, that's fine. But yeah. like what I'm saying is like that's a lesson in itself. There's yeah. another skill set. I can actually work with somebody who I don't exactly yeah. agree with I, all the time. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I know sometimes we don't even agree. But it's like, yeah, like that's... Just kidding. We agree on everything. We, <laughs> we haven't really had a disagreement. But no. Dan, like, yeah, Danny and I like. But that's he, cool. He thinks though, you should like, go like low carb. Yeah. I can. I need carbs in my day. Yeah. Maybe that's like the programming and the. He would tell you that's what it is. Sure. To me, it's just like. I know nothing I need, about I, this. To so me, I'm if not. I don't like something, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So. And the most important thing is like, being strong and and not having a bunch of body fat. So mm-hmm. whatever way I can. Yeah, get well, to that in the most enjoyable I mean, that's way. that's what's so cool, though. It, again, that's a skill set because when people know there's a valuable piece in that mm-hmm. and you're working with somebody and you don't 100% agree with that person and you're still working because you still have a similar vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, the goal is to basically be healthy. Both are very, yeah. like, you know, health conscious and all mm-hmm. this. Think about it. So I'm going to make a documentary about this topic as it pertains to politics. Yeah, yeah. Because right. I think that's my next thing, and I think that's where I'm going to invest mm-hmm. the like from this movie into the next one. Yeah. Um, but it's everybody wants the same thing. Mm-hmm. We all want a healthy government, right? We I'm actually we just like, want I'm the most impartial person on yeah. this topic because I have family on both sides. Yeah, and I yeah. see both sides of this. Yeah. Like the argument. So I don't care. Like, well, I care. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? I just think, and like, so I'm going to make a documentary about how, um, like siblings who mm-hmm. have opposing political views, like, like document those conversations. And stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I think so, that'd be very interesting. Yeah. And I think if you time that up correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, we're in a hell of a position right now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Like, so. and also like, I'm going to start incorporating like podcasts mm-hmm. more. I think like podcasts turned into documentaries could be like so innovative yeah so yeah just play man play you're young you're creating you already have your value set you already have income coming in yeah and i just wonder like is like gary's way of creating content is Mm -hmm. 70 pieces a day right yeah across different platforms right right that's one extreme right and another really successful content creator is matt diavel who posts one video on youtube a week that's it so, well, let's let's look at both of those, right? So I have no idea who that person is, but did, how did they get to be big posting one? It, just good content. 
and it's so really well done. Somebody clicked, right? So mm-hmm. Gary's thing is put 70 pieces out a day. Somebody's going, you're going to consistently mm-hmm. start to build, but somebody's actually going to see it and it's going to be an influencer and somebody's going to be like, bam, you know, and then you're going to blow up that way, right? Yeah. I'm wondering if that's what happened to the person. I don't know who you're I don't know. About. Well, he actually, the guy who I'm talking about yeah. got an opportunity to make a Netflix documentary. How did he get that opportunity? I don't know. He see, was a freelance videographer. Yeah. And then I think... Did he run into somebody or something? I think he met, met the right guy. Right. I so would it's, a, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's just two different avenues out of it. It's very yeah. interesting. Right? So, like... I like how you're playing around with just different ideas, yeah. though. But, like, the one thing I realized is, like, so I actually vlogged about this today. I was like, I don't know what value this content's providing, but yeah. I'm just gonna keep making it till I figure it out. Right. And like that's right. what I realized. Like, I'm not gonna figure it out by just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out by you just took the doing whole, it. Like yeah. academia route, dude, and just blew it up yeah. because that's exactly what. Yeah. I want you guys to sit here and think, but we don't want you to ask questions, and we don't want you to bring up politics, sex, or religion. Because we can't talk about that, in or or they'll tell you their right. opinion. Right, they don't right. want to have a class that's discussion about exactly. it. That's open and yeah. un- inopinionated. Right. Um, Just had this on a podcast yesterday. I was working with. Uh, I, dude, Biden, I had so. teachers freshman year telling us who they were voting for. Yeah, I. Like crazy. Yeah, my number one thing in teaching, the number one thing I was taught was to just line it up right down the middle, yeah. and ask if people understood the other viewpoint on it that's the most important thing is understanding the like i think honestly like one of the i never actually did this in school but i think Mm -hmm. if i was teaching a class it would be the first thing i teach is go get a job and buy the things you need to do what you want yeah and then the second thing i would be is write articles about the side that you disagree with right as as if you agree with them that's I never right. got to do that, but that was like a lesson a lot of people had to do. So what you just described was a professor in my master's degree, uh-huh. um, and it was a research class, and it was a very difficult class for me because I was never taught to research until my 30s when I was finishing up my master's degree. And what he said is, when you come up with a hypothesis, all you should do is to try to find everything in your power to prove yourself wrong. So you literally just said that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about yeah. a doctorate in my freaking... So understanding that, again, at your age, is ridiculous. I, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> I mean, like... I, you just... I mean, you... I, I don't know. If it, I'm just giving you my lens. It's just you're curious, you're... you're you're outgoing in every step that you take, whether you falter or you keep going, you learn something from it, and so there's value in everything that you do, and that's all. That, that's I mean, it. That's all it is. The name of the it's game is providing not, value. It's not that difficult, Jake. It's just a mindset, and you've changed your mindset early, way early. And I and can't that. remember when I, because like, I was trying to get into like Georgetown when I entered your class. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was like the dream school, right? Or U of I. I think, I think you started to make that decision, though, if, if I remember, just by being um, somebody who just kind of met you and understood. Like, there was a moment where you're like, F this, I'm going deep into my YouTube channel. Um, yeah, well, I think in that, I th- your class was so, I, I got into <laughs> your class at the perfect time because it was when you were doing the scrum thing. So right, it was right, like, right. it was, 
there were kids l- like going in to learn what Scrum was, and yeah. then there were other kids who were like doing their own thing, doing their business. And I was yeah. like, well, and what then do there I were do? kids who were sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> those were the kids who like pretended they were doing. Yeah. Something. Right. So right. It was right. like, yeah. I was like, what should I do? And you were like, don't you have a YouTube channel? Yeah. And I was like, I can just do that in this class. Yeah. Like, and then I was like, so, so you, empowered by that. You literally broke down the wall of the academia jail cell that you were in, and you were like, oh, I can actually learn by doing something I'm interested in. Yeah. That's it. And that's literally been what I've, I, once I learned I could do that, I was I, like, oh, I'm just going to do this for everything the rest of my life. I'm I just going to keep kid, learning. I had a kid. So in my portfolios today, that the final project for these students, one of the questions I asked them, and I didn't do this to say, oh, tell me my class is the best, but I'm like, tell me what your favorite class is, right? Like, you know, I have some kids like math. I have a video game design kid uh, who's awesome. One kid put my class down, and he said, no one has ever asked me to create something on my own in a school. And he's like, that was very hard for me at first. But once I got used to it, it was like really cool. That's why I like this class. That's, that's my why right now. That's what yeah. I want to do. Like all I want to do is to show people, stop jumping through all these hoops Pick a couple of things. You don't have to pick all, you know. Like you yeah. said, there's gonna be classes you don't give a shit about. You yeah. just you just play the game and get through it. But there, you have an opportunity to really build what you want to build. Like I was talking to my son, you know, uh, and he wants to go into engineering now because he knows how to build. He wants to work on cars and stuff. So that's the thing. Like I'm like, okay, then go. And by the way, if you get halfway into engineering and you hate it. We'll keep jumping through the hoops, get a decent grade in there, and then move on. Yeah. Like, no one tells you that. Because immediately when somebody says, and I've told this to my own son, is, look, Hank, if you don't like cars anymore, if you get sick of it, don't ever pretend that you still like cars to make me happy. Oh, my God, dude. Ever. And, and like, and, and if he... And if you need to drill that into him more, yeah, tell him how I was gonna be an MLB player and right. I was gonna be a fitness yeah. influencer and now I'm a filmmaker. Right. Which the greatest part about that is this is all in your story on YouTube, bro. Yeah, that's like, true. That's Fact. it's all there. I, I still I right. go back and watch that. Yeah. I like there's it's a part, interesting. there's a video on my channel where I literally go I'm not a fitness ins- ins- I'm not a fitness YouTuber. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna vlog and fitness is like, part of my life, but yeah. I just want to be a vlogger. And that was like really <laughs> me like wanting to be a, a creative filmmaker on right. YouTube. So right. I got, that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna make this stuff like look cool. Right. And yeah. then I just yeah. went into that. So yeah, that's, you know, the, the worst thing that, that anybody can do is to continue to do something for somebody else. But it, the when thing they don't is, really like, want it's to. so expensive to do something else. Is it? Once you go to college. Aha. <laughs> I have a my cousin. Right. My, I want to do a podcast with her, mm-hmm. but like she got out of college mm-hmm. during the like the, when the economy was bad. So, so like, like nobody got to have yeah. jobs that they went to college for. Right, right. It was like it was. Let me, lucky let me if you tell got you something job. though. Like even with that, it was just worse during that time. And I'm not going to argue that. Uh-huh. I'm like the millennials coming out was a fucked up time. Yeah. But most students didn't get a job of exactly what they wanted to do. That was outside of like being a doctor and finance or anything like that. There are very some that were very strict, like accounting and different things like that. But most people I know, like I know biology majors who are entrepreneurs. I know like, you know, people who are like, yeah, I was in 
you know, I don't know, like English major and now I'm in sales. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's the majority of it is a facade. But when that happened, that's interesting because now is, I mean, is there a lot of debt there? I mean, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. And well, then, my cousin yeah. and, and a lot of people, mm-hmm. they pay the minimum monthly fee yeah. for college. For like their debt, you did that tweet. Yeah, at seventy thousand. But, but you, yeah. you can you can pay the minimum amount of your mm-hmm. debt off every month. Yeah, and your debt will grow. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're 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 paying underneath what the percentage rate is. It's it's like a credit absurd. card. Same thing. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah. And like, like I, I guess sold, it doesn't right? matter that much because like yeah. you can always just keep paying your debt off, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to try to never. But it does start yeah. to. It, first off, you're 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 a slave, because you're you're a slave to that money. That's that money is going to hang over you all your life. And by the way, if it should happen to where you have kids and then you pass away, that money doesn't disappear, bro. Like that money's passed. Like okay, well, hopefully you had insurance to cover that because if you die with like. $50,000 worth of debt, that debt doesn't just dissipate. That would suck. So that's, and I think that's what's unfortunately going to happen to a lot of people in the generation above you because they're fucked. I mean, they just, they took on hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt. So what happens when everyone files for bankruptcy? Yeah. I want print more money. I don't know. I don't I, know. That's, know, a, that's like, an I econ question. I don't. I don't actually understand. I'm gonna ask my dad that because he's an econ yeah. major. Right. Right. He should. So like. That, so, but um. Can I sit in on this? You have to ask him. I don't know. Okay. Is there, <laughs> I don't, uh, is there value I can provide? Uh, I don't know. We're doing a podcast right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so. then let's wrap it up. So. Yeah. Thank you. Where can people find you? PeterHostRoster.com, man. Sweet. It's, yeah, that's where it's at. Sweet. I'm just going to like start pumping out the podcast. I but love it. I mean, it's seriously, you know, people need to understand the power that they have and that they can make choices and open up doors. And you are one person who's done, who has done that and continues to do that. Incredible. It's not like you just open one door up and like, oh, this is cool. It's like now I want to open up more doors. You're addicted to opening doors of opportunity, which is a great thing. Yeah, it's like a so. circle that just keeps getting wider. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? And then you just have like an empire of doors, I guess. But yeah, uh, I gotta say the same about you. Yeah, you know? thanks. Keep 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 inspiring. Yeah, kids, you know? I I need people like you to keep me going. To be honest, like I, I do because it's it's hard, right? Likewise. It's hard to continue sometimes, and especially when, like I said, you get people the winning lottery ticket and they just don't want it, and then you see them struggle. Um, that's so yeah. deep, man. Yeah, it's that's hard. So it's deep. very hard. But then I always go back to my winners, like you, like Peter Mullen, like you know. And I say I don't want to say my winners because I didn't. I didn't do this for you. Did it? But like your winners, like you, your people. Well, like, who, dude, yeah. like what you did for me was powerful. Like, but what you I did was, for yourself was even well, more. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> like when you like, yeah, when you, I'm humbled. Now. Take the I'm blinders humbled. off of a kid, like yeah. you did with me. Yeah. It was like, I look back on that now and I'm realizing what that was, like, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, it's like black and white and then color. Yeah, right. You know? Right. It's like, it's crazy. So, like, thank you. Uh, I'm humbled, man. Peter Hostrauser, where, where, Pe- yeah. where is there where they can Disrupteducation.co or peterhostrauser.com. I got a podcast called Disrupt Education. It's all over the place. Uh, YouTube channel, Instagram, Instagram. official Peter Hostrauser. 
and uh, Twitter, Peter Host Trust. Yeah, it's all on the, yeah. on my website. And uh, I have to also say, he'll he's he is a, a sponsor of the debut of my documentary. So, yeah. or the premiere of my documentary yeah. at Lake Theater. So you're gonna get to meet him at during the networking piece. Oh, I'm so excited That's about that panel so discussion. Hyped, yeah, everything. I'm so man. Hyped. Um, yeah. But yeah. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys or talk to you guys again in the next one.